Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we're talking about a new nonprofit called Write the World, and we're here with its founder and CEO, David Weinstein. Welcome to the EdCast. Oh, thank you, Matt. It's great to be here this afternoon. So, David, uh, you are no stranger to Harvard. You've been here for uh, a couple years now, uh, affiliated with the Advanced Leadership Initiative. And and that's sort of where the origins of Write the World comes from. Share a little bit about the story of how this was founded. Well, this actually goes back to growing up in New York City and being a teenager in New York City in the 1960s and trying to find my identity by writing poems in a spiral notebook. And then progressing a little bit later in life to working at a big financial organization in town and realizing how people communicated across different disciplines. For example, accountants communicating to investment professionals, communicating to lawyers, and realizing that as professional as these people were, the lack of awareness of the audience often got in the way of good communications. And then taking that to Harvard as part of this advanced leadership initiative, where the goal was to come up with a project. And I came up with a project that I turned into a business with an important mission because I wanted to make a social impact. And the mission of improving writing is tremendously important in America and around the world. Just for example, in 2012, the National Assessment of Educational Progress took a look at eighth graders and 12th graders in America. And it found that 74% of them lacked basic writing skills. And that's in America. And when you think about 21st century skills and you think about the need to do well in high school, to be even even to apply to college, much less do well in college and have a decent career and express yourself in life, Writing is a fundamental competency. And so I decided it was a worthwhile goal to try to take a crack at improving writing and focusing at the high school level. So you took a crack at this, and the intervention is to improve writing at the high school level and then to come up with some sort of context for how that improvement can happen. And Write the World is Born. I think people will be really fascinated at the, the sort of mechanics and the ethos of how this organization goes out to improve writing and, and the sort of platform for which it does. So we have you know, an ed tech platform, which is what uh, everyone calls it today. But what is EdTech? Well, we have a website. It's www.writetheworld.com, and that's write with a W, W-R-I-T-E, the world.com. The idea of the website is to be a place of engagement. We want students to come here not because it's homework, but because it's fun. And we want them to find spots on the website that they can identify with and write. So we have all sorts of different prompts. We have sports prompts, we have poetry prompts, we have prompts on environmental issues and love and current events. And students could come and they could write on these prompts. If they want to form a group, a new writers community, they can create a new group and even manage that if they like. And to me, writing is like exercise. You have to do it regularly in order to get better. And we hope that 
with an engaging site, people will come, they'll come often, they'll establish uh, groups that they can rely on for comments, for constructive criticism of their work, and over time grow in their writing abilities, grow in their self-confidence to express themselves. And by connecting with other people from around the country and literally around the world, because we have users now in China and India and Australia and Europe, that they can understand diversity and empathize with different uh, backgrounds in a way that isn't possible within the confines of a brick and mortar classroom. David, you get this started, and it's a theory, and then it's executed, and then you get to see the sort of fruits of your labor. And, and in the writing, uh, anecdotally from your personal experience, what, what writing have you seen that's grown or evolved or, or something of writing about love or poetry or whatever the prompts that has touched you in a way that really made you go, hey, I'm glad I started this? Well, you know, I was just looking the other day at a current competition we run, and we do run these competitions every month now. We're running one now on music. So we're asking young writers to write about an album. Why do you like it? What is it about? Not just the music. Who wrote it? Why did they write it? Where did they come from? What other type of music did they write about that? So try to get students to look deeply into what makes this music tick. Not just to beat your foot to the music, but, but really think about it. And Reading a piece recently, it made me realize that we're not only getting students to write better, mm -hmm. we're getting them to listen better, mm -hmm. to listen in different ways to that music in order to have the knowledge, the capacity, the breath to be able to express that whole experience in, in, in writing, in words. I imagine not just parents, but teachers are getting very excited listening to this right now. And high school teachers think this is a fantastic platform. What's the best way for a high school teacher to use this platform, to use this convening community that you set up that is worldwide, for them to have some of their maybe essays in class live a little bit longer on the internet? Well, I'm so glad you asked that question, Matt, because we are focused on students, but we also recognize that Write the World is a supplemental writing activity, and it has to be connected to the classroom. It has to be relevant to what students are learning and experiencing in the classroom. And we have portions of the site that really are designed for teachers. So teachers can come onto the site, and they can set up their own groups, if you like. They can set up communities which are either private within their school or public, so everyone could see the work of their students. And they can either use prompts that we supply. Uh, they can create their own prompts, and we could help them with that uh, to match things that they're <laughs> studying in their class. And it's a way for teachers to try to get students to write more and honestly not spend the kind of time you normally would if you were looking at structuring your own prompts and reviewing every student's work. One of the nice things about our site is that we allow students to review each other's work. And we try to put a lot of thought into helping students give constructive and respectful criticism of their colleagues' writing.
What are students saying about this? I imagine many of them are thinking they're becoming a better writer and that's going to improve their uh, personal statements or essays for college. Uh, what is the feedback from the community, uh, not just about uh, the whole experience, but about the specifics and, and seeing that learning, those learning outcomes really hit? Well, feedback is very important, and we spent a lot of time. Uh, my team has gone out and created focus groups of users, and that's probably been the single most important force for developing this site. We learn things, for example, what color turns kids on? What kind of logo should we design? What kind of font should uh, the writing be in? Things that I would never have been able to figure out on my own. But, you know, more seriously, more, more content-based, we find students who not only enjoy writing on the site, but many students have now volunteered to become mentors mm -hmm. to help others set up groups and write on the site. I think the, there are a lot of unexpected joys in this, and one of the real unexpected joys for me has been to see the satisfaction that students get from merely having their work published. Um, when we have these competitions, we award modest cash prizes of $50 or $100. I thought that was going to be a big deal. It's important, but the big deal is for students to reach an audience. Unlike my writing in a spiral notebook where only I saw it or one of my intimates saw it, students now are reaching thousands and thousands of people, and that connection to the audience has made all the difference. And, and I imagine, you keep doing this, David, for a few more years or decades, you're going to have some great uh, sort of return on investment of National Book Award winners and Pulitzer Prize people who really learn to cut their teeth on Write the World. Well, I hope so. It's, it's the kind of place where you feel that you're not alone as a writer, that there are thousands and thousands of people like you who enjoy this, who can help you. And I hope we develop and inculcate the passion that students are already bringing to the site. WriteTheWorld.com. And David, uh, you're affiliated through the Advanced Leadership Initiative, but if you go to the website, you can clearly see that you have great taste in choosing people to work for you. Many of your employees are Harvard Ed School grads. They are, and they've done a great job bringing the site to where it is. So thank you. David Weinstein, thank you so much for being on the podcast. WriteTheWorld.com. Lots of competitions, lots of excitement going on there, and lots of growth to come. Thank you so much for being. Thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening.